I am Maggie Miked Up, and you probably shouldn't listen to me. I am in no way a professional. I am simply a person that grew up in a world of chaos and managed to find a quiet place in that world for myself. I have worked extensively on my own healing. I've burned the bridges that reliably allowed bringers of chaos into my life, and I have replaced them with bridges that allow me to advance in the quiet I covet. This may be relatable for those of you that also grew up with the flames of chaos engulfing your environment and may help you form your own path to peace. Get to know me as I share my perspective on various life struggles and how I found myself peace in paradise. Today, we are pulling from the subreddit Family Issues to discuss the situation that Rose Petals is currently encountering. You're just like your mother. It had been said to me many times before, but none of them hit me as hard as it did about two months ago. You're just like your mother. I don't know what I did to get that thrown in my face. I called my stepmom to tell her I was starting a new job because I felt like I wasn't going to be able to grow within the position I was in. She was probably in a bad mood, but somehow the conversation steered to such an exchange of words. Some context, my birth mom is a very challenging and not so nice behind closed doors kind of person. She lost custody of me when I was nine months old and and I didn't see much of her until I moved in with her again between the ages of seven and ten years old. Those were the worst three years of my life. All I'd like to say is there's a reason full custody was given to my dad. Once I moved back, things were okay between my parents, um, as in my dad and my stepmom, until puberty hit and all the uncontrolled hormones kicked in. If you're a parent, you know exactly where this went. I'll admit, I wasn't the best kid, and my parents and I fought a lot, to the point where they'd force me to spend summer breaks and sometimes holidays with my bio mom. I started hating my parents because of that which only made our relationship worse although most of my time with bio mom was spent short i have had a very toxic relationship with her with the constant manipulation and verbal abuse things got worse between myself and the three of them i moved out at 18 and eventually moved states a lot has happened since i cut bio mom out of my life completely and part of my relationship with my parents got better. I've been in and out of therapy and made some progress in moving through my traumas, but my inner child will never truly be healed, unfortunately. And although my relationship with my parents has gotten a bit stronger, there's still things they say or do that always seem to sting. But this one has stuck with me the most. You're just like your mother. One thing I wish I would have said to maybe make her shut up and think about what she just said was, how can I be like someone who didn't raise me and was never really in my life? Besides, how can you say that when you don't even know who I really am? You know what I choose to tell you and show you. Maybe it's time to go back to therapy. So I took a moment to gather my thoughts on how it must feel to hear someone that you respect, that you appreciate and that you love 
say something as hurtful as you're just like your mother. It sounds like you have some less than pleasant memories and experiences of your bio mother. To be compared to your bio mother in a moment of frustration could absolutely be hurtful, and I doubt it was ever fully deserved. Unfortunately, it sounds like sometimes these comments are made thoughtlessly, I would hope. And perhaps your parents don't realize that what they're throwing out in this moment is as hurtful to you as it is. I, myself, have in the past reduced the time that I spent with unhealthy connections. This extended to the point of being completely estranged from much of my my family. This estrangement did come with an improvement in my remaining family and the relationships that I hold with them. It also improved my marriage and all of the friendships that I maintain to this day that do suit me well. And by suit me well, I don't mean that they have to do anything for me it just means that I like the person that I am when I'm around them. And there's others that I don't appreciate the person that I become when I'm around them. I think in this instance, fighting back or potentially ending the communication right there may be what your stepmom was hoping for. So I would simply, for the first few times, continue the conversation as if that comment was never made. So if you were in the middle of talking about going away for a weekend and at some point in that conversation, this was thrown out, um, you were told that you were just like your mother or any other um, what feels like deliberate intention to hurt you in the form of a comment is thrown out, um, I, would, I would move past it. I wouldn't address it. I would pretend I never even heard them say it and see how the communication continues that may help me determine if they were just saying it out of habit or out of spite or in a deliberate attempt to hurt me. Um, their um, reaction to me ignoring it, in my experience, does show a whole lot of their intent if it's something that doesn't con or that does continue and ignoring it completely doesn't make it in any way better i would consider taking a moment when everybody is at um, a very calm time in life not a super high moment not a super low moment just kind of one of those in-between moments where everything's going more or less all right but energy levels aren't at a point of pure excitement and I'd consider sitting down and asking if they know they're saying it asking if they know it hurts me and asking what their specific intent behind it is perhaps they're not meaning to hurt you 
again, perhaps it was just something that was habit. And now that they know that it hurts you, they'll consider not saying it like that or practicing not saying it like that. And I understand that that's not the easiest thing to do. However, I do feel like it is a step that needs to be taken. If between any of these two steps where either the ignoring or the at a quiet moment in life addressing it, if you still feel really hurt after and you still feel really angry or you feel like you just can't move past it, consider writing a letter to burn. So where you write a letter either about the situation or to the person about the situation, but you never give it to them. Instead, you burn it. I recommend burning it very thoroughly. This has not always gone well for me in the past. Um, however, I would find a time when you're either having a campfire with yourself or a campfire with people that you trust very well um, or very thoroughly. Probably not the same people you've written the letter about. Um, and then you burn it and when you put it into the fire and you watch it turn to ash and you watch the smoke rise from it, you just release it into the universe or to whatever entity it is that you believe in and you allow the universe or your specific entity to take over and it's no longer like understand that it's no longer your burden to hold if it persists past the conversing with them and asking if they have a specific intent behind it I would consider stopping the conversation at that moment so I would consider the boundary um, like if that is my hard boundary I cannot handle it when that is said it hurts me so deeply and I respect that that would hurt so deeply I have had to make these same decisions for myself I would consider just simply saying that I can tell I've caught you at a bad time. Perhaps we can continue this conversation at a more convenient time for you or a better time for you. I would say some variation of that and then I would end the conversation, whether that means me saying, have a great day, I'll talk to you later, whether that means that I have to physically exit myself from the situation, say we're having a family gathering and this gets thrown out, say I'm over baking cookies with a family member, any option. Um, I know sometimes my family would just sit around quietly and suddenly this would, not this specific statement, but um, very hurtful statements would be thrown out. Actually, this specific statement too uh, has been thrown out. Um, it never hurt me because um, I love my mom so dearly um, and she's lovely. However, <laughs> um, the fact that the intent was to hurt me was enough for me to say I need to take a step back. If trying at another time results in this exact same scenario, so I've now tried ignoring it. I have tried now talking to the people. I have tried releasing the emotions to the universe. It doesn't work. And then if putting in solid boundaries of I will not remain in this situation if these are the words that are being said.
if all of those don't work, I would absolutely speak to my therapist to get their advice on the situation, which I advise doing so at absolutely any point in any scenario that you're in. So many people out there can benefit from therapy. Like you, in the beginning of my therapy days, I'd go for a little bit and then I'd feel a bit better and I'd be doing a bit better. And some of the therapists would even release me because there wasn't a lot that they professionally could do for me, which I thought meant that I was doing well. It uh, did not mean that. It just meant that um, I was maybe a little bit out of their wheelhouse in terms of how I was doing. Um, so if, speaking to my therapist, if I'd already tried all of these things, likely what we would end up with is it's time to let go of that relationship. And I can respect that this may be some of the only family that you have. I can also respect that when the only family you have constantly degrades you or regularly, even not constantly, just regularly degrades you knowing how it, how it hurts you or how you feel in those moments, when they deliberately or uh, habitually trample your boundaries, that's maybe not necessarily the most healthy and safe family to keep in your life. I know for me, it was not the most healthy or safe family I could keep in my life. I lived in a lot of fear dealing with the family I'm referring to. And I don't want to see other people out there continue to live in fear because, well, this is the family I've been given and I should love them. I should respect them. Well, the thing is, if they're not loving and respecting you, it's okay to take a step back. You in no way need to stay and suffer through it just because they're your family or just because they're your only remaining family. Sometimes dysfunction runs not only on one side of a family, but the other side too. And it's okay to respect yourself enough to walk away and find people in life who do respect you who do appreciate that you have boundaries and don't choose to cross them. If there is boundary crossing that happens, there is acknowledgement of that and there is not this sense of entitlement to cross your boundaries simply because your family, they're allowed. They're not and they shouldn't and you don't have to allow them to. There are people in the world who will respect you and who will love you for who you are. And I don't mean that in a relationship um, sense like that that I'd have with a husband or a wife. I'm meaning just basic friendships, basic people you see out in the community, um, wherever you are or wherever you frequent. There are people out there that respect you. There are people out there that appreciate you. Maybe these aren't those people. I know for me, they weren't those people. I was strictly put on the earth for them.
Now, I understand that not everybody came from the same level of dysfunction that seemed to plague my childhood. And I respect that these may not be the situation that you find yourself in. And I respect that not every situation means you need to fully estrange yourself. Just if it gets to that point, it's okay to call it call it in. Um, it's also okay to not call it in if that's what reflects you better as a person. It's okay to take the time and find the boundaries where you need them. And if the people in your life respect those boundaries or hold those boundaries, it's okay to continue having them in your life. There's a number of ways that this can be handled that hopefully result in a fairly solid relationship going forward. Thank you for tuning in. If, like me, you prefer to maintain a life free from chaos and drama, please consider liking and subscribing. Additionally, feel free to leave a comment to agree or disagree with the information I've shared. If you'd like me to address a specific situation you're currently facing, please don't hesitate to leave a comment below letting me know the topic you'd like me to discuss.